Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm here, Stan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today, we played Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Mega Drive. Sonic 2 is the heartwarming story of two furries on a high-speed adventure to save the world from an army of robot animals. Jordan, is this our new thing now? You just you just say the thing that you wish was on the back of the box? You asked me what the game was, and I was just trying to tell them what we played. <sighs> and you said Mega Drive. Well, let's be real. Like... <laughs> Mega Drive is a way cooler name than Sega Genesis. Mm. In my personal opinion, as a kid who grew up with Nintendo, I feel like maybe I would have bought a Sega if it was called the Mega Drive here in the States. I don't know. I don't Mega know. Drive. Just, this whole show just started off weird. Sega Mega Drive. Also weird that we're even doing Sonic the Hedgehog. Why is that weird? I don't know. I felt like it was going to be longer. Before we covered Sonic. This is like, but what are we on? Like episode 40 or something? 39. 39? But, what was it? A couple weeks ago, I think you posted, um, what Genesis games do you want us to cover on the show? And we got plenty of responses. And Sonic 2 came up, I think, on multiple of the responses. So I was like, let's do Sonic 2. It's been a while since we've done Genesis. Let's do Sonic 2. We're just here to, you know, quench the thirst of the people. Yeah, because everybody loves Sonic. The, you know, I uh, did not grow up with a Genesis, but the kid down the street, Matthew, had a Genesis. And this game, and I'm pretty sure that this is like the game, the Sonic game that I played mm-hmm. at Matthew's house. Because I remember like the two-player stuff and playing his Tales and all that kind of stuff. So like this is the Sonic that I remember from when I was a kid. Yeah, my, I don't know how much I played Sonic 2 as a kid, but I have one distinct memory of us getting locked out of our house or something like that. And And Sonic came to save the day? No, we, while we were waiting, I don't know if it was waiting for the cops or something, somebody to help us in our house, or I don't remember what the situation was, but we hung out. Wait, 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 if you get locked out of your house, the cops will come and let you in? I don't know, I don't remember. What if like a burglar just says, oh yeah, this is my house, and the cops just let him in? I don't know if it was, um... That they, my mom thought that somebody broke into our house maybe, or if we got locked out. There was some situation where we couldn't go in our house. This is intense. It's not intense, and you're missing the point. I'm on the, the point- edge of my seat right now. <laughs> I need to so know. So anyways, while we were waiting for the situation to resolve, we went to our neighbor's house As and played do. Sonic 2. Yes, Okay. And that is the wow. only distinct memory I have of playing Sonic 2 as a kid, although I'm sure I played it more than that. So this game is tied to a traumatic memory for you. This was really brave of you. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was such a brave thing for you to be playing this game well, today. I didn't know it was going to no, be like it all it was these... actually a little bit heartbreaking because the evening got cut a little short, uh, uh, short a little early. We didn't get to play as much Sonic 2 as I wanted to. You wanted to play more Sonic 2? Why don't you just say yeah. so? Not I didn't to, know. Not tonight. Oh. As a kid, when that, that situation happened. Oh. I was oh. like, oh, it's time to go. We were like just kind of getting started. and Wow. It was, it was the whole... whole any any. Anyways. Hey, it's better to have loved and lost than to never loved it all, Dan. Um, I feel you like live, maybe wait. that's somehow applicable, but maybe not. Wait, you live next door to this kid. Why didn't you just go over there and play it again some other time? It wasn't really like, I don't know. You weren't like they, that kind of friend. No, we weren't that kind of friends. You were like a kind of friend where you could go hang out your neighbor. 
Like you just knew your neighbor, but you didn't really hang out with them. You could go play there if your house was being robbed, but like it wasn't an everyday occasion. <laughs> Something like that. I'm just trying to get into the head of <laughs> Something like yeah. that. All right. Anyways, yes, we played uh, 1992's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Nice. This was uh, made by the same, it was made by the team that made Kid Chameleon, mm. Sonic 2, 3, Knuckles, and Spinball, nice. and uh, Comic Zone. Comic Zone. Comic I, Zone. See, I am just like pitifully ignorant when it comes to Sega stuff, but I have seen lots of Comics Zone ads and stuff when I've yeah. been uh We might Googling. have to uh we might have to cover that one on the show at some point. I do like comic books. Yeah. I don't remember that game being a that being a particularly great game, but um maybe we'll go for there sometime. We'll see. Let maybe. us know. All right, sir. Do you want to get into what this game does well? I think so. We can just dive right in. I guess everybody knows what Sonic is. We don't really need to explain uh, yeah. it, right? It's sort of like a high-speed kind of platformer mixed with pinball, mixed with <laughs> I don't even know. Like I don't even know. It's so different from any other game that I've ever played. It's Sonic. It's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you guys know what Sonic is. I'm not going to explain it to you. What's good about Sonic? Sonic Two specifically. One of um, life's great questions. <laughs> 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 I think for me, um, one of the biggest things that stands out is I really liked the music in this game. I didn't love all of the music in this game, but it has some like really good standout tracks. Like I kept yeah. finding myself humming along and like there's there's some good jams. Now this isn't like Konami level like no. crazy chip tune. No. But there's some songs in here with like a good beat, like really good bass lines and yeah. I didn't like the um, the oil ocean like Egyptian song, but most mm. of the tracks I was pretty fond of. My notes say solid soundtrack. Solid, <laughs> nice. Yeah, we don't have to spend a lot of time um, here, but I liked that. I liked. Yeah, I. Th- it's yeah. I'm like, as I was listening to the music, I was like, yeah, okay. Like it's not gonna land itself on like one of my favorite soundtracks, and it certainly isn't Streets of Rage three. No, it's not even like I'm a big chiptune fan, and like this is not my style of chiptune like at all. But I feel like for the game, it works really well, mm-hmm. and I feel like um, it's interesting. It's different than a lot of the other stuff that we've heard in games. From it's not time. those uh, sweet, sweet Michael Jackson tunes from Sonic three, but maybe we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Did he like? Oh, yes. I've heard about yes. this. I've heard about mm-hmm. this. I watched. A, I feel like I watched this whole documentary, like exploring this topic, because it was like a long time uh, question. I think of a lot of people of whether or not he had involvement in it, and and that's like, this whole thing. Isn't that like one of the rumors about why that game doesn't get as many re-releases as other games? I feel I, like I remember that coming up when the the Genesis Mini came out, and that was like a big reason why that's not on there. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard that rumor, but I don't know if it's actually true. Well, it doesn't have to be true. It just has to be good. Like, if it's a good yeah, rumor, you yeah, can spread it. Yeah, 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 yeah. A good rumor is like the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyways, uh, the next thing. <laughs> well, you can't just ignore it. Like, there's a good chance that people are listening to this because they're trapped in their home with nowhere to go. <laughs> That's why people are listening to this? Well, no, and they like retro video games in our podcast. But, like, let's be honest. There's not a whole lot to do right now. There's no sports on. Everything's been canceled. <laughs> Worth it or worthless is their consolation prize. Yeah. All right. What do you got? All right. I got the graphics. I also um, had that. Yeah. You you kind of mentioned like, oh, this game looks good. And it I'm does. like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some, some certain issues with the graphics. Yeah. Uh, the game looks good as a whole. Um, piggybacking on the graphics, like each zone kind of has its own distinct look and variety. Every level. Yeah. Very different. Um, I really like that. How every section of the game looks different. Um, but 
overall, these graphics look great and they hold up really well. Yeah, I especially like all the like, the sprite designs. The animations for Sonic and mm-hmm. Tails are really good. Uh, the cute little animals. So like. <laughs> All of the ro- I don't understand the lore. I don't know if there is Sonic lore. Like I watched the the cartoon when I was growing up, but I do not remember. Why are all of the robots little animals? Like you kill the robots and like the little animals come out and then at the end of each stage like you release a bunch of little animals. I want to say there was a blurb on the Wikipedia page that said something to the effect of he's Dr. Robotnik is using animals to power his something to take over whatever he's trying to do. That was Wow, that was really deep. Thank you for that tidbit of information. But I, I love the little creatures inside. Like they come out in these little like penguins and eagles and squirrels, they're, and they're all so cute. And I, I love me a good cute cartoon sprite. So I, I really liked the, the character design in this game. It kind of makes Robotnik like an even worse monster. Yeah, if you think he, about it, he's so like um, grotesque and like ugly compared to like all the cutesy rest of the characters. In this well, he's game. capturing all these cute baby animals and even like the robots he creates are kind of cutesy though and he sticks them in a capsule yeah at the end and then like each robot has a little animal in it like i imagine that maybe there's like a little hamster wheel inside of each robot and like he's using the life force energy of the the animals are like running inside them in hamster wheels that's a little bit of a weird one why is it that when sonic hits these robots yeah they explode and the animal a baby animal comes out yeah Maybe that's where baby animals come from. I missed some of biology Probably. class. And I I never... That's a good question. Um, <laughs> a thing that I really liked about this game was all of the two-player stuff. Um, I feel like it was pretty impressive for the era. I mean, not as far as today's games go, but like the fact that in single-player mode, um, you can have a second player play as Tails. Yeah. Or you can even flip-flop it, I think, and have somebody the first player be Tails and the second player be Sonic, I think. But just the fact that you are able to like interact and attack and collect rings, that's cool. There's also a two-player mode where you have like two different kinds of two-player modes. There's like racing through the levels to mm-hmm. see who can get to the end, who can get the most rings, who can find the most items, who can kill the most enemies maybe. I don't, I don't remember. Know. There's like four things that it judges you on. Uh, and then there's also the like special stage which i remember from when i was a kid that was all we played was it's just like you're running down like a big tube kind of like a giant water slide and you got sonic and you got tails and you're trying to collect more rings and we had a good little back and forth battle there i had fun mm-hmm. with that we yeah. were, were getting into it um i also have kind of the co-op is interesting and the bonus levels so if you get 50 rings and you hit a checkpoint you can get to a bonus level yep try to unlock a chaos emerald by getting a certain number of rings in the bonus levels. Chaos Emeralds, part of the Sonic lore. They just go really deep into <laughs> what all this stuff is in Sonic 2. <laughs> I know that Sonic has a lot of lore and they do expand on all this stuff, but just you don't get a whole I lot just, of that in this game. I genuinely don't even want to go there right now. <laughs> What's your favorite like um, Chili non dog. Chili Dogs? Non uh, core Sonic character, like not Knuckles, Tails, Sonic, or Robotnik. Like who's your next favorite character <laughs> from Sonic? <laughs> Uh, was the, uh, the, uh, the guy from, uh, Space Ghost. Oh, yeah. Uh, going back to the, the graphics and the sprites, there is a, a bad guy. He's one of the, um, robot characters and he looks exactly like, oh crap, what's his name? The green guy from Space Ghost, uh, Zolt, 
Zoltar? I don't know. I'm not gonna remember his name. He's very funny. And there's a dude in this game that looks just like him. And I, I kept like, he talks like this. And I kept thinking like, yeah, I don't know. It made me really happy. <clears throat> so the bonus levels are are fun in co-op. Stop trying to get us back on topic all the time. <laughs> this isn't important. Anyways, Chaos Emeralds, yeah. Um, so the bonus levels are fun in co-op. And then... What they, happens if you collect seven Chaos Emeralds? That's when you can legitimately unlock Supersonic. Yes, and Supersonic is... We're not there yet, Jordan. Slow your roll. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know you had a whole scheme of how you were going to unleash Supersonic on the podcast. I'll just let you do your thing. I'm going to watch. Supersonic is in my notes, Jordan. All right, let's hear it. (laughs) Whatever you're doing. We're talking about the co-op. Okay. I liked (laughs) co-op. Guys, we've been trapped inside for three days. If this quarantine goes on much longer... We're going to get cabin fever. So, (laughs) I can't even think anymore. Um, The best part of the multiplayer was the special stage. I agree. Though, like, it was the most competitive. I mean, the the side-scrolling stuff was okay, but the most fun the multiplayer is is on the special stages when you're competing. And that special stage just runs much smoother because you are both looking at the same screen. (laughs) Right. You don't have the split screen. The split screen works it's okay, but there's a lot of slowdown and lag in the, the split screen stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, do you want to talk about, like, is is uh, Supersonic not in the good section? Is that why you don't want to talk about it? I do want to talk about it. I just have a distinct point. Okay, let's hear it. Of bringing up Supersonic. All right, I'm ready. The world so, is ready. Um, before, so this game has a level select sheet built into it. Yeah. And then, that's nice. It is. If you play certain sounds in the sound test in the option menu in order, you get a level select. And then in the level select, there's another sound test. Yes. <laughs> you need multiple sound test menus. <laughs> and then if you enter, if you play sounds in a certain order in the second sound test, you unlock level select and supersonic. So supersonic, uh, when you collect 50 rings, you become invincible. And you be, you gotta go fast. You go so fast that you almost can't control him. And especially when you're in like the second to last stage, and there's like giant pits everywhere that you can fall off. Um, Supersonic's kind of a problem. But in the normal stages, if you can get fifty rings, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, he's a lot of fun in the normal stages. You can just blast through him. He's super strong. Yeah. I feel like Sonic is the kind of game where you're just trying to go as fast as you can, and when you're supersonic. I feel like it completely embodies what Sonic should be. When Sonic is like at its best, in my opinion, I'm not a Sonic expert, so Sonic experts, feel free to disagree <clears throat> with me. No one In is. my opinion, when Sonic <laughs> is at his best, you're flying around the screen. It feels like you are the pinball in a pinball machine. Yeah. And this level... Or Sometimes this, you are. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This game actually has multiple pinball levels, and I loved those. That was so much fun. Like, you're hitting the bumpers and flying around the level and trying to land in the slot machine thing, and I had a lot of fun with those pinball levels. The Casino Night is what they're called. And, uh, yeah, when Sonic gets going fast, that is when the game feels awesome. The pinball thing is so uh, appropriate that they actually made that game, too. Yeah, uh, Sonic Spinball. Yeah. Which is one of the very few Sega games that I own, but it doesn't actually boot up, so I've never played it. <laughs> you put it in, you turn the thing on, and it's just a black screen. Probably not a bad thing. No? Not a good game? Probably not. I oh. don't know. It's been a long time since I've revisited it, but I did mention to you that I've been 
kind of itching to play a video game pinball thing lately. So maybe Pokemon pinball or Sonic spinball or something is Dude, on the horizon a, soon. I, I played so much Pokemon pinball when I was a kid with the the rumble feature and uh I never like got even anywhere close to unlocking all the levels or Pokemon, so that could be interesting. I feel like I want to go back to that one as an adult and like understand what that game is because I feel like I really struggled with it as a kid. Yeah, well, it's, um, so it's just Pokemon. It said Pokemon. It was a video game. We bought it, and it was, it's different. My cousins had it, oh. so I, did, I didn't like own it, so I didn't play it a lot. Now, would you go over to your cousins on a normal occasion, or like only if like your car was being hijacked? Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to understand when you left, um, would go so to houses. In the summertime. My cousins lived next door to the place where my grandpa worked and owned. He owned his own like car lot thing. Okay. Um, and so I would go hang out with them in the summertime because they were right next door to where I was like basically staying for every day for the summer. Nice. All so right. That's how that happened, Jordan. Okay. I was just joking, man. All right. Um, the last thing that I have on my list for what Sonic 2 does well is I kind of liked the boss battles a lot, especially with the, like in single player mode when I was Tails and you were Sonic and Tails is kind of like invincible and you're bouncing around. Uh, I thought there was a good variety with the boss battles. They were fun. The two player single player thing kind of gets a, a chance to shine. And most of the boss battles were not too hard. There are some exceptions. There yeah. were a couple that were difficult, especially like the last, uh, bosses were Man, those were hard. But um, most of them weren't too bad, and they were fun. The, man. Um, I agree that most of the bosses are fun, but there are a couple that just are awful. I mean, yeah. just completely awful. But there are so many games where we've played where every boss is awful that, like, one or two bad bosses is, you know, acceptable. It's such a strange trope from this era of games where bosses tend to just sometimes be so terrible. <laughs> just like constantly spamming attacks and like stun locking yeah. you. Although you don't really get stun locked in this game, which is nice. No, but there are plenty of gotchas. Oh, yes, there are. And we, like, we'll get well, to that's, those. That's one of the we'll things about the, the boss battles that um, aren't fun, you know, in, in the chemical plant zone or whatever. Yeah. The floor falls off and you like die instantly and you're like, okay. Yeah cool um but yeah overall i would say that the boss battles are more of uh something that, that goes in the positive column than the negative column it kind of like helps you understand why dr robotnik is such a, a threat like a lot of times these bad guys are just <laughs> i've had i've had this complaint a lot of times with these old games like the bad guy is kind of just like a joke but dr robotnik he has like i don't know six or seven different boss battles in this game where he creates some new giant mech creation to fight you with and like the dude is a threat and i appreciate that he's not just like like he could just be comedic filler he's goofy looking he looks ridiculous but i mean the dude's a threat i don't know you don't know i don't know i don't know if he's a threat because like all of his maybe he's like a shredder and krang level of a threat i don't know i don't know what you're trying to say like, they're, they have all this technology that's great, but they're kind of bumbling idiots. This is the thing, though. Dr. Robotnik makes his own tech, whereas Shredder is just, like, utilizing somebody else's tech. And I think Shredder is not a threat. Shredder's a joke to me. In the cartoons, he's definitely a joke. In the video games, he's a joke. Well, that's based on the cartoons. How many times is he going to steal the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> not enough. 
Wait, what? We, we're not talking about the cartoons. Like, if at what first do you... you don't succeed, try, try again. All right, this isn't about the Ninja Turtles, but I'm just wondering, like, what universe? Comics and movies, man. Comics and movies. Okay. I can't say that I've seen the new Ninja Turtles movies. I'm not talking about the new ones. The old ones. I have seen the old ones. Yeah, he Shredder's just, not a joke in the old ones. He's like a mafia ninja. Yeah, that's what he was in the comics. All right, I can appreciate that. So he's not like a bumbling idiot. All right, do you have anything else that you want to say about this, what this game does good? I do. Uh, the last point that I have is there are multiple paths through the level. Yeah. And I like that because if you play well, um, you can maybe get a little bit of an easier path. Oh, yeah. Kind of stay up high. And if you don't play well, maybe you get stuck in the water trying to breathe bubbles every yeah. 13 seconds. There are definitely optimal and suboptimal paths in this game. And I would say we normally find ourselves on the suboptimal path because we weren't skilled enough at the platforming yeah. or level maneuvering or whatever. But yeah, it is interesting that there this is not just a single plane that you traverse through, but there are very um, different levels and areas that you can go into in each of these levels. Yeah, I feel like th- I want to go look at like level maps, like the sprite maps of the entire level to kind of see how much variety there really is. Yeah. But when you're playing these levels, it feels like you could, um, it feels like there's replay value there in the fact of like trying to find, uh, the best, most optimal path to, to kind of take through the, the levels. Yep. That is my last point. All right. Well, I guess we can transition then to what this game does poorly. And I think that we're both going to have the same first criticism of this game. And that as Sonic, you just want to go fast. And you can't always do that in this game. Not my first criticism. Not your first criticism. Oh, kind do, of. Do you, you agree, though, right? Kind of my first criticism, but well, not let me exactly. Hear, let me hear your first criticism, and we'll see where they overlap. Uh, precision platforming is my first criticism. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely something that keeps you from going fast. <laughs> like when you have to stop to a halt and like try to jump onto a platform and you have to have a pixel perfect landing. Uh, yeah, that definitely keeps you from flying through these levels as that pinball that we want to be. Yeah, I feel like we can kind of fuse because I have two points. The precision platforming is one, and then another point that I have is, like, you're supposed to go fast, but sometimes the levels feel like they get in your way. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a similar point, and it's kind of exactly what you're saying is, like, Sonic at its best is just you, like, going crazy fast through these levels. Yeah. And it feels like a lot of this game is, like, stopping and waiting around and doing platforming that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um it's like the momentum is weird. Like you slide a little bit too far, like the weight of the character kind of, it's just, it's the game feel is just so like, I don't know, gross in a way when you're trying to like, (laughs) when you're trying to jump around and then like they throw water at you and things like that. And it's just like, it makes the game a lot more frustrating than it needs to be. Well, you shouldn't end up in the water if you would just get good. Yeah, right? Tell me about it. Yeah, I, I definitely had the same problem. The water levels, that second level, there's like a little bit of water, and you're like, oh, I don't like this. And mm. then you get to the third level, and you're like, well, how about a whole level of water? Wouldn't that be cool? And it's like, <laughs> uh, no, no, that wouldn't be cool. And the water, like, not only is it bad because it makes it the game a lot more stressful because you have to breathe every whatever 15 to 20 seconds. Which is basically every five steps. Yeah, 
but it slows you down so much and makes that game feel even worse. Yeah. So it just makes you sluggish, like you're going through the mud and like, I don't know, man, this game kind of feels terrible when you're not like <laughs> just running as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. There's a few other things um, that, that really slow you down when you're trying to just zoom. And one of those are gotcha traps. <sighs> just like my favorite that pop out of nowhere, whether that be spikes or surprise enemies that pop in from off screen Yep, or the floor that falls out from under you while you're waiting to jump onto a platform, like things that you just don't see coming or can't see coming unless you've played the level before. And it's just like a little gotcha that slows you down. It makes you hesitant. So you can't just like zoom through the levels. Yeah. I feel like for the fun moments or for the, the optimal, um, sonic experience, like, you know, the first level where you're just going. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the game almost doesn't know what it, is or what it should be with all of the uh level design and all the platforming and all of the gotchas and all of the oh you're falling down and you're trying to get 50 rings to turn into supersonic but there's some spikes yeah like there were so many times when we were playing and i just wanted to get 50 rings and i couldn't do it you just get because so of close. all these dumb gotchas or all these like can't really see where you're going or like Oh, now the floor is falling off. Oh, there's some spikes. But if you were like a few pixels to the left, it would have been a spring. Like, I don't know. You get to 48 pixels. You can see the checkpoint in the distance. And then a mechanical seahorse comes up on the ground <laughs> right into your feet and takes Yeah, Yeah. There's just so many stupid, frustrating moments in, in this game where I'm just like, oh, this is, yep, this is Sonic. It's so so I don't want to say it's so close, but it's uh, there are some good things about Sonic. Yeah, it's so different from any other game. Like I, I just haven't played games like Sonic. It's very unique, and I don't know what they would do to make it better because you don't want it to just be like an autopilot fly through each level. But it, you need to keep that like speed of flying through the level without losing, uh, you know, without making it just like completely easy. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll admit that I expected to have way worse time today. Yeah, um, based on like I kind of know what Sonic is, and I I've played it enough to know what I was expecting. And I even played Sonic Mania a few days ago, um, kind of in preparation for this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I did not have a good time with that game. That's the new one, right? That's the new one. Um, and it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is Sonic, a game where I want to just blast through it, but I'm just getting stopped and drowning underwater. Or I'm getting crushed by platforms against walls. Like, it, there's just so much where I just, <sighs> I mean, I guess the game wouldn't be fun if every level was just like Green yeah. Hill Zone 1, where you're just like going and going and going, and there's very few obstacles, but yeah. at the same time, it's kind of like... Uh, there's so much of this game where it's just you stopped waiting around or it just stopping your momentum unnecessarily or like it just feels I don't know if disempowering is the right word but I'm just like this game feels like it's getting in my way yeah I, I think it's interesting though because when I came in you know I could tell that you were thinking that this was going to be bad <laughs> but 
as we played through, we played through the entire game. We spent like two hours playing this game and we had a good time. We were laughing. We were good. Even like when we were doing terrible or, or dying and at the same spot over and over or whatever, like I feel like we were having a good time. Yeah. I, uh, I was joking before we recorded this one cause we didn't like Mario two. We didn't like Tony Hawk pro skater two. And so now we were covering Sonic two and I was, wait, referring- wait, 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 wait. I didn't dislike Tony Hawk Pro Skater. This isn't too. about you, Jordan. This is about me. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, didn't like Mario Two, Tony Hawk Two, and I was like, I'm not gonna like Sonic Two. So this is gonna be the trilogy of terrible twos. Yeah. Um, for me, and then as we were playing it, I was like, Yeah, I guess I'm having more fun than I was expecting to have. <laughs> like maybe that's because I was playing it with you. And Maybe. I like didn't have to play the whole time. We were like passing the controller or like that definitely helps with the frustrating um, game to have somebody like when you are just done with the level, be like, all right, you're up. But yeah, I had a better time today than I was really expecting to have. So I'm glad. Yeah. Thank right. you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. For me, the last thing that I have in the bad column, and this is super nitpicky, but whatever, that's what I do. Um, I hate games where zero doesn't count. Like <laughs> you're when you have one life left and you die, you should have one life left. One shouldn't be the life that you're on. It like zero should count. And in this game, zero doesn't count. You have one life left, you die, and it's game over. And I hate that. Yeah. It's stupid. so the life counter reads three, then two, then one, then game over, instead of two, then one, then zero, then game over. Yeah. Um that's very nitpicky. It is, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's that's your opinion. Yeah, it's fine. I don't like that either, but it's just some games are like that for some reason. I know it's stupid. It's silly. Um, the last point that I have was the boss in the chemical plant. Yeah, which is just terrible. You you get through the 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 chemical plant zone and it's not any fun. You're stressing out because this water. Yep. And then you get to the end of it. And the floor is falling off and you're dying instantly because yeah. you don't know the floor is falling off. Yeah. And then you have to fight this boss fight where there's like, I don't know, a few tiles of three, pla- you got, you platform. Got like three spaces worth of platform there. To not fall off and fight this guy. And it's just like, uh, no, no, just stop. Just don't. The weird thing to me, and I don't, I don't know if this is because we had just started playing or if it's just like poor layout of the level or what, but... I feel like level one's good. Level two and three have like a unnecessary difficulty spike. And then as you go on, like I feel like some of the later levels were actually easier and better introductory levels than two and three. And so I don't know if it was just because we sucked at the beginning or if that's actually true. Um, but yeah, I felt like it got way too hard, way too quick in that boss fight in the chemical zone, which I think is like the second level or third level is, I don't know, it just feels like unnecessarily difficult for the point in the game that you're at. I feel like one of the things now that it, now that we're you just made me realize something like one of the best things about Sonic is always the first couple levels in every game. Yeah. Um at least in the the standard like 2D ones like the Green Hill Zone whatever levels. There those are always fun. Yeah. So, I don't know why, but the Chemical Plant Zone in this one feels like it should be like way later in the game. I agree. Like that pinball level, man, put that earlier on. Yeah. That one's just fun. fun. Yeah. 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 All right, my friend, that is all that I have. Do you have anything else? That's all I got too. Well, what, uh, what do you think you'd pay for the experience that you just had then? 
Man, I hate this part. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I say. Cause like, people are just going to be mad at me. Who cares? The internet cares, Dan. The internet cares. They keep telling me. You don't collect retro games, Jordan. It's fine. I don't, but like, I, I like, I legit, I don't like, I just want to say like, I had fun playing this game, Dan, yeah. with you. Yeah. But I don't have like a whole lot of desire to go do it again. Yeah. Like we did it. We saw the whole thing. We did it. Most of it. All the, okay. <laughs> we saw everything except for the very last. We got, we beat Mecha Sonic. Like Dan killed him. It was awesome. He like memorized the patterns. He, he killed him. It was so good. And didn't like you, you only get one hit. We didn't have any cheats on this part. It, it was awesome. And then you beat him and you had to fight this giant Mecha Dr. Robotnik and we could not beat him. So we saw most of the game, but like, I don't really have a, a whole lot of desire to like, I'll be like, I want to play more of that. Or I want to like show this to my wife or other friends. Like, I'm yeah. just, nah. so like, I don't think I would pay more than like a couple bucks. Like if this is the cartridge, I don't have it. Like I do have a few Genesis cartridges. Like if I was out at a store and I saw this cartridge for like two or $3, I would think about picking it up. Yeah. But I'm not buying it on my switch. Like I'm not picking this up. on. The I think shop. you can actually buy it. If it's not out yet, I, I want to say the Wikipedia said it's like there's like a Sega Edge, Sega Ages version of it for Switch. Yeah, but I don't know if it's out yet or be or I don't know. Um, and it's also on that Genesis collection that's on like Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Yeah, so See, there are ways to play it where technically you could probably get it for like two dollars. Yeah, like inside of a collection with a bunch of other Sega games, that's where this would shine. Yeah, for like, me personally, as a non. Sega or Sonic guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me, my gut is feeling like four or five dollars. All right. Um, it was interesting. I noticed on the label of this one, it still had the crayon uh, from the thrift store that I bought this from, whatever, 15 years ago. Yeah, they always use those red yeah. or black grease pencils, I think. Is so what that is. Uh, I paid $2.92 for this one. Yeah. At see, the thrift store, so not a bad deal. I could see myself walking out of Value World with a $2.92 cartridge. Copy of Sonic 2, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like that's an appropriate price. Yeah, and with inflation, 4 or $5 is pretty much the same thing. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I would, uh, yeah. <laughs> $4 is good for me in this Although, one. Although, in you know, in trying to stay current and relevant, maybe we should be evaluating like how many rolls of toilet paper would you exchange for this game? Cause that is basically 2020 <laughs> currency. Like dollars are going to be worthless pretty oh, soon. You can only get one God. wipe out of a dollar. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like if you, if, if it gets to the point where, you know, how toilet- expensive is the toilet paper that you're buying where you're getting? No, no, no. Dan, I'm saying like toilet paper, it's, it's a hot commodity. It's rare. Like, I'm saying, like, if you get to the point where you can't find toilet paper and you got to start wiping with singles, you can only get one wipe out of a single. You got to get cloth diapers. How many, how many <laughs> rolls of toilet paper would you pay for Sonic Two? I don't. I. I, I just. You I haven't really adjusted know. your brain to so the Jordan, new uh, paradigm of <laughs> Dan's in denial about the end of the world. You guys. So what do you think this one's going for on eBay, Jordan? Uh, it can't be going for a lot. It's Sonic Two. It's like it's that. This is like one of the top sellers on the Sega, right? Like it's got to be. Matthew had it. 
Maybe uh, the second best selling Genesis game okay. with six million copies sold. And so behind I'm gonna the say, original Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, this has got to be going for like four dollars. That's my guess. Four dollars. It's more in like the range of six to eight. Okay. So not bad. Not I mean, crazy. price charting says it was going for five dollars seven cents. So All right. right about there. So apparently, just everybody had this game. Five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, five bucks. Uh, yeah. So, not a, not, not a, a crazy expensive, not game. a crazy expensive game, and a game where you'd probably get your money's worth out of it. I mean, those were like there were some complete copies going for like eight bucks. Oh it's dang! Like, yeah, it's not, it's not a rare game. No, or an expensive one. So, I think um, worth it. Dude, I'm just going to say, like, uh, with $5 or even $8 for a complete copy, this is a game that we had some fun with. I did not come into this expecting us to say worth it. Neither did I. Um, I was actually giving Dan a hard time. I was like, Dan, you're going to give us a reputation. You need to pick a good game one of these times because we're like five in a row on Worthless. But here we are at the end of the episode both saying worth it. I know. This is this is insane. So price starting said it was 507 whatever for the Genesis. The PAL version Ooh. was only like 579. So it's like oh only like a dollar more or whatever, less Guys, than a dollar more. This is incredible. <laughs> I know they're not getting gouged on something. It's, it's amazing. It's not just worth it in the states. It's worth it worldwide. <laughs> this is incredible. Is that a first for the show? Worth it worldwide? <laughs> worth it worldwide. Oh man. Maybe we should <laughs> sounds like a new series or something worth it worldwide we go on a hunt internationally to find the best games is it worth it <laughs> i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this sometimes i just get into the narrator uh, voice and yeah. i just hope that it takes me somewhere and that one did not take me anywhere so i guess we're gonna have to say that, uh, that worth it worldwide is worthless it's not a good idea yeah all right, my friend. Are you ready? I'm ready. So this is going to bring us to our <laughs> next segment here. You guys, Dan is on a roll with this trivia segment. This is our new segment called Dethrone Dan. Yeah. So um, <laughs> in our Tony Hawk episode, he blew through like eight questions or something. Um, and he's gone several episodes before that without getting one wrong. So I have a few questions here. Goldeneye was the only question I think that I've gotten wrong since we started doing this. Yes. So. Okay. So nice. I have I have three questions here from three different askers. I don't remember what it was. We got like seventeen questions submitted. Some of them were completely ridiculous, like um, not relating to Sonic the video games at all. Like it was like deep level stuff yeah. on like the anime or I don't know. When we ask for these trivia questions, we want them to kind of be relevant to the particular game or games that we've played, or like the the uh, closely related to the franchise. Well, yeah. So I tried to I tried to pick some out here. So like Sonic, we played Sonic too. So like Sonic Adventure questions like don't really apply. No. So Dan, stop hedging here. We're gonna, I'm just saying. Know, I know you don't want to lose, but whatever. We got three questions. I'm gonna ask them all, um, regardless of if you get them all right, because I'm, I'm I want to send out some stickers. I want to send out some free stuff. All right, let's do it. Let's. So do I. I all right. Wa- I want to be wrong. I'm, I just can't help how often I'm right. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Our first question comes from at Sonic STA. I don't know. Sonic <laughs> Sonic This is a Sonic fan, and he sent us like eleven questions. I'm using one. I'm gonna pick one of them, and it's it's kind of an easy one. I'm gonna start us off easy and then right. build up. Before he was a hedgehog, what animal was Sonic originally going to be? So the developers, they, he wasn't originally going to be a hedgehog. Mm. Before he was a hedgehog, was he originally going to be a a mouse, b a bunny, 
C, a squirrel, or D, a chipmunk? Oh, man. I feel like, so, I listened to part of the book Console Wars, which is about, like, Nintendo versus Sega, and I feel like I heard this in there, but that was a long time ago. What are the choices again? Mouse, bunny, squirrel, chipmunk. Um, is it, oh, gosh, is it a bunny? It is a bunny. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. All right. Got to go with your gut. Oh, my God. Well, you know, rabbits are fast. Yeah. So, got, I mean, I, gotta, some would say that. Got to go fast. <laughs> a rabbit would actually be a much faster character than a hedgehog. They're not known for their speed. <laughs> All right. So, Sonny, sorry, Sonic STA. You did not stump Dan, but I think he kind of guessed on that one. All right. Our next one comes from. It was in there somewhere. Dormant. Yeah. Our next one comes from Aaron G. Katz. I think it's Aaron G. Katz. I'm sorry. If I ever pronounce one of these wrong, I'm sorry. Aaron is a a big supporter on Instagram and interacts with us a lot, and he sent us this question. Which Sonic game was originally planned as an enhanced port of Sonic 2? Was it Sonic 3 on the Genesis, Sonic Advance on the GBA, Sonic 3D Blast on the Sega Saturn, or Sonic CD for the Sega CD? Uh, That was Sonic CD. That was Sonic CD. Yeah. It was originally going to be an enhanced port of Sonic 2. Thank you, Wikipedia. <sighs> okay. One of the guys... I thought that was going to be a yeah, hard one. It was fun. What's interesting, I got a little bit down the Wikipedia rabbit hole today looking into who made this game, and one of the head guys that was on the team that made these Sonic games is Mark Cerny, who was the guy who basically designed the hardware for Sony for the PS3 and the PS4. Like the hardware architecture. Interesting. Yeah. So I was that's kind of like knowing the guy's name, I was like, oh, so I kind of got a little bit down the rabbit hole. And I think that's how I learned that Sonic CD uh, was just supposed to be enhanced Sonic 2. But dang it. Okay. Sorry. Right. Here's the third one. And you, I'm just going to tell you right now if you get this right, I'm going on the Instagram and I'm getting one of those ridiculous questions. <laughs> We're going to stump you today. I'm sick of this. All right. This one comes. This question comes from at King of Games. It's got two S's at the end. At King of Games. In the 90s. In the 90s, Dan. Get your head back to in the 90s. Maybe your house is being robbed. Um, (laughs) I hope not. In the 90s, toy giveaways were a huge part of video game promotions. In 1993, we got the very first Sonic toy in the United States as a tie-in promotion. What was it? Was it A, a Happy Meal... a Happy Meal toy from McDonald's, B, a prize inside a box of Cracker Jacks, or C, a free giveaway in boxes of Cookie Crisp. What was, uh, what would, repeat those choices again? I, there's only three here. So I you, I, I tried to come up with the fourth one, but I didn't think we'd get this far. Was it a Happy, <laughs> <laughs> a happy Meal toy from McDonald's? It was a Happy Meal toy. You are super I remember, wrong. I you remember, are wrong. I remember the Sonic toys. Well, the there Happy may Meals. have been, but that was not the first Sonic toy in the United States. It was a free giveaway in a box of Cookie Crisp at King of Games wins. He stumped you, Dan. He did stump me. I will admit defeat, but. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know about Cookie Crisp Sonic. I can't believe you're pulling questions that are out of bounds unrelated to Sonic 2. Uh, what are you talking about? What year did this game come out? <laughs> 1992. And this was from 1993, which is basically the same time period. And it includes Sonic. And he was there was a gold one and a, a blue one, and he was on a surfboard, I think. Wow, Dan, you got stumped. <laughs> I feel like that was a super relevant question that you should have known the answer to. Yeah, okay. How would I know that? 
I don't know. But we needed to stump <laughs> What you. does that have to do with Sonic 2? Uh, there was one what of the questions. What does that have to do with Chili Dogs? One of the questions that got sent in was like, who are the two singers on the, uh, there's like some Sonic song called like Boom Boom Sonic. And it wanted, it was like some insanely obscure question. I don't even know. So I didn't hit you with those. I thought these were like at least mildly relevant. So congratulations at King of Games. You will be receiving a worth it or worthless sticker or two in the mail for free. I will contact you to get your mailing address and congrats on stumping Dan. He is looking defeated, just absolutely downtrodden in disbelief even that his knowledge that that of question <laughs> was what you picked for this show. To be fair, you did get two correct um, before that, so uh, you're still like undefeated on episode level, going back a while. Whatever. I, I feel really good about this, <laughs> and mostly because you were so confident that it was a, a McDonald's Happy Meal toy. Because I specifically remember Sega Genesis toys from McDonald's. That's yeah, why I said well, it. But jumped the gun. He jumped the gun. All right. Well, uh, what else we got, Dan? We got anything here to wrap up with? No, just disappointment. Well, guys, Dan is disappointed, but there is one way that you can lift his spirits. And we just want to say thank you to all of you. Last episode, we kind of um, just let you guys a little bit into our hearts and minds to let you know about how much it it uh, makes us feel good when we see reviews from you guys. And then a bunch of you went and left reviews mm-hmm. and we kept like texting each other and screenshotting yeah. them. And it really does make our day. So if you feel bad for Dan for losing on a terrible, <laughs> terrible question that may have been a little bit outside of the bounds of Sonic 2 and you want to brighten his and my day, uh, go ahead and leave us a review because it really does. It makes us super happy. And uh, yeah. We love you guys. We hope you are all surviving the Corona apocalypse and we will be back in your news feed in your podcast feed, whatever feed you have. We'll be back soon <laughs> to save you from your self quarantine. Yeah, guys, it really does mean a lot to see the reviews. Um, it, if you don't have a podcast and you've never had somebody say something really nice about the hours and hours of effort that you put into something, like, I don't know if you can quite understand how great it is, um, but it's it's really, really an amazing feeling. And we love hearing from you guys and hearing that you like the show because it really does. Um, it, there's, Every, there's nothing quite like it. <laughs> everybody likes to, like, receive a compliment or, like, to have somebody say something nice about them. But, like, when somebody you know says it in person, like, there's that awkwardness involved in it because, like, then you have to, like, say thank you and, like, or maybe say something nice back. (laughs) But when a total stranger on the internet leaves you a comment that has to go through an approval process by some mega corporation like Apple and then it pops up several days later, it's like you have no connection to that person. You don't have any obligation back to them or the awkwardness. And so it's just a really nice thing to get some (laughs) no strings attached compliments to really brighten your day. And I think that is the the feeling that you're trying to express, Dan. The point is you guys are amazing and we love you. (laughs) Well, that too. (laughs) All right, my friend. I think that that's going to wrap us up today. I think so too. We will see you guys when we see you. All right. Bye. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worthitorworthlesspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at WIOW Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.